welcome to the Missouri Wind and Solar Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Shank, coming to you from our store in Seymour, Missouri. Each week with my co-host and Missouri Wind's General Manager, David McDerris, we discuss the latest on renewable energy. Check out our additional educational information on our website at mwands.com. Thank you for downloading this podcast, and please subscribe. We've uh, on hiatus for a little while, so apologies about that, but we're back now. So today it's just me and David. Uh, Wyatt had the audacity, I say audacity, Wyatt, if you're listening to this from your vacation, to go <laughs> on vacation and leave us here. So just so you know, we've been out in the, your shop moving all your tools around to different spots. So <laughs> good luck when you get back if you can find anything. That'll teach you to go on vacation. David and I were just having a conversation out in the parking lot on the way in this morning. I think he finally penetrated my brain with three phase. I don't know if maybe all of our listeners out there understand it, but the cool thing was we were talking about it in terms of our wind turbines, right? And right. I think it's it's easy enough to understand if you are talking about it in terms of the power company bringing you know basically three lines coming in because they're the power company. Right. Tell me again what you were telling me out there in the parking lot, and we were talking about the three phases. So the three phases, they're all voltage producing leg. They're all three producing voltage. Whereas in single phase, you only have one that's producing. You have a, a line and then you have a neutral. With three phase, that's not the case. Three phase, you have three lines, basically. You have three coming in. So they're all going to be producing voltage. So like our wind turbine, for instance, is going to be a generator and a generator works the same way. As it's spinning, the magnets in it through the copper stator is going to create voltage on as it passes every point of the three points in the stator, as the magnets pass those, it produces voltage down each individual leg. So the faster it spins, the higher the voltage can be. But what it's doing is, is since it's producing on all three phases, okay, so I had a guy the other day called in and he says, I'm reading 11 volts on all three phases. And if you're reading very, very close to the same number on all ones, you know that all the legs of the stator are working correctly. If you have 11 volts, 11 volts, and you have three volts or zero volts, one of those legs is burned out of that stator core. So let's back up though. If you had, like we're talking about bringing three phase into the building here. Yeah. If you had three phase, if you went and looked at your home right now, mm-hmm. you'd have two large cables coming into your box. Right. Basically, it's your 110 and your 220, 240s. Right. So the two of those together, bound together, right. make... Two lines bound together. Making 240. I mean, it's really what it, yeah. So when you have your dryer, it's going to bind those two together, and that's going to give you the power enough to run your dryer. Three phase is bringing another cable in, another wire in, and that basically, as you were telling me, that doesn't necessarily double. No, it doesn't double. That's the deal. And there's a lot of people that think that as we're dealing with our turbines, you know, well, I've got 11 volts on every every leg. I should have 33 volts. And that's not the case at all. Case is, is there's really only two at any given time that are actually giving you power because it's, you got to think about it in a circular motion as it goes around one, two is maybe giving you, and then it's two, three, then it's three, one, then it's one, two, round and round it goes. And, and that's how three phases working. It's not just sending all this voltage in at one time there's only one positive one negative any given time thus the phase that's the phase that's why it's called a phase that's right there's that's the phase right there you know and there's so there's three phases of it there's one two phase there's one three phase and there's two three phase and so they're all the time giving power down that line a lot of people have trouble with it there's a good number that we try to use Uh, let's just say again that you're producing let's just 
go to the number 10 because it's very easy to go off of. So every leg is producing 10 volts. So you would add two of those together, 320 volts, and then you take it times the production factor of 0.86. Really, you had 20 times 0.86, and it's going to be somewhere in around 16, 16. volts. Yeah. That's what your turbine would be producing. It would not be producing 30 volts. So what's the advantage of it in, in the wind turbine having a three-phase? Uh, it's just like I said, in most all generators, that's the only way that they can produce. Even in your DC generators, they're still producing AC three-phase voltage. It's just already been rectified down. We're giving you, in our turbines, we're typically giving you an AC to DC rectifier that you can install farther down the line. The advantage of AC is it can carry voltage for a long period of time. Right before we had to really change that over to amperage. Uh, and that's where that, when we change down to single phase through that rectifier, that's where the amperage really gets made at. And a rectifier doesn't change the voltage. It doesn't say, okay, well, I'm gonna go, this is a 12 volt battery and I'm gonna change everything to 12 volt. It doesn't do that. All it does is take those numbers that we just talked about and it puts them in a single phase. It's still the same voltage that we just talked about. It's just in a lot higher amperage now because it's only coming out of one leg again, coming out of the negative leg, which is a a misconception everybody thinks that the power is coming down the positive leg when it's really traveling down negative leg that's the reason that we do the turbines the way we do them because i can run at a lot greater distance on three phase electricity than i can run on a single phase electricity uh, with a lot smaller wire size i'm able to use either a depending on the voltage either a 10 or a number 12 stranded copper and run a, a lot greater distance that's why we've chose to do the way we have and it's proven to be very effective let's totally change gears yeah. <laughs> we've consulted the ancient druids here at Missouri Wind and it's time to talk about the summer solstice and all of the all things that are related to the angle of the sun and all these things. Me personally as a uh, really a hater of summer I can't I, you know my pasty white skin does not do well out in the sun. I count the summer solstice what is it June 26th or whatever. June 21st yeah. To me that's the first day of winter. <laughs> yeah. When the days start getting shorter that's the first day of winter in my mind. <laughs> you know and it's <laughs> it's came and gone. I mean, that day's come and gone. You know, before we blink our eyes here, it'll be the fall. I'm blinking, you know? man. Yeah. <laughs> then I'm it'll sitting over here blinking and, my and, eyes. And so we have a lot of people this time of year that doing pond aeration. We've talked about that numerous times. And we use our SunTac in that purpose, which is only using whatever power a, a solar panel can make. It's converting it directly into, through our SunTac, directly 120 power. A lot of people have their panels on a fixed angle, and that is 100% fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just just you can't just really set it and forget it especially if you're running one of the bigger pumps you can find what they consider the all-around year angle and in Missouri and Southwest Missouri they're gonna say that's 37 degrees but there's a little bit of a deal to that it's 37 degrees and that is the optimal angle in the month of January and in the month of November that's the only two months that that's the optimal angle for solar panels as you push through it, here's some numbers that can really affect the way your SunTac performs. And not just your SunTac. Not just your SunTac, right. your, so overall, yeah, your you, overall system. You Especially you're trying to produce the majority of electricity for your own home, but you want to do it on a fixed system. You just got to pick a number. 37 degrees in Southwest Missouri is, is the number. But if you could maybe get it on a movable system where you can change that angle uh, <laughs> through our solar tracker, and it's a time tracker. So basically what it's going to do is every 30 minutes throughout the day, it moves and it stays on time 
time with the sun. It doesn't actually try to find the sun. It is only staying on time with the sun. So it starts off in the east and every day, every 30 minutes, it rotates throughout the day. No matter if the sun is shining or not, it's going to be pointing at the sun. We basically get you where you are installing that. Right. And then contrary to many beliefs out there. The earth does move. That's right. Predictable. That's right. The cool thing about our, our tracker is that it does have the Y-axis available as well. You can actually purchase the unit where it can actually tilt the panels as well. Not only does it move east to west, it can also do north to south. And that is a huge deal and here's the reason why. Yeah, I was going to say you've got... So here's the... Number, and, yeah. and where did you get this from? These came off solarelectricityhandbook.com. Okay. I would assume you could put in where... Yeah, you you'll put in your your country of origin it, you'll put in your state and then you'll put in your closest city because this is you just ran this i guess for seymour yeah yeah i just ran this for seymour and the closest city that it had to, to us crazily enough was joplin but if you look on the latitude line we're very very close to joplin on the okay. latitude line. here's the degrees for southwest missouri coming out of the joplin area january 37 degrees february 45 degrees wow march so that's an eight degree difference yeah. for one month in March, 53 degrees, and then going to the highest degree in the middle of June, the summer solstice, 76 degrees. Holy cow. We've changed our angle by double. And we're working now. We were talking about this, but I didn't realize it was that big of a when we're working and remember these numbers we're working from the vertical you're going almost yeah we're going almost flat by that time yeah because we're working from the vertical so we're starting down here on the low point on the vertical at zero does and the, going to 76 degrees does our does our tracker move to that, <coughs> that 76 degree angle out there david's trying to die by the way he's no I'm he's got trying, trying to live I'm pretty sure he's got a fungus growing in his, his face right now. He's been but, taking more drugs than yeah, more you know. drugs than a pharmacy. <laughs> because that's it's a I huge mean, number. That's big. I mean, it's it's a big number. You know, I had a gentleman call me the other day. What's and, the low it goes to? Thirty degrees is the lowest in is December. It? It's thirty. So degrees. the range is, is thirty to seventy. So the summer solstice versus winter solstice is over a forty-six degree difference. Good lord! So that is a huge factor. We can attest to this because we have some solar panels at the facility that are in a fixed position and they're flat. They're straight up and down. They're on the zero degree axis, okay? So they're straight up and down. In the wintertime, they produce double what they do in the summertime because in the summertime, the sun is right over the top of them and in the wintertime, it's low in the southern horizon. It's staying more in the middle of those panels all day long and we'll see uh, amperage differences of 10 to 15 amps just because of the angle of the sun, you know? Wow. So it's a huge factor, and uh, you know we've had gentlemen that the other day he called me in and he said I I can't get the pump. And he said it every time that there's just a little bit of deal, and so I gave him those numbers. I gave him. I looked up his place and he changed it immediate fix i mean it immediately fixed it he's working great and it was just because he had used that first number that we had talked about 30 degrees and he needed to be at 70 degrees you know so wow. it was a huge number and he said work right now well and i would i would even imagine then the more you get the more northernly you go yes that angle's got to be even more significant that's why it's so critical to, to use a solar calculator and, and like i said this has been the best one i found and there again it's a solar electricity handbook.com and it's the solar angle calculator that's what i've used for the last few years and and it really it's really pretty spot on i mean it's it never really misses we just really wanted to talk about that today and make sure that people knew that the angle of the panel does make a difference it is not just set it and forget it and think if you're really weren't running one specific thing 
or if you're trying to produce your electricity for your whole house. I mean, if you can make a system either through like a solar tracker or even make your racking system that you're going to have on your roof, make it where you can change that angle. What I hear you saying is the minimum you ought to do is adjust it quarterly at yes, least. At quarterly. At least, at least quarterly. And at the same time, I mean, you could get out there and clean them off too. I mean, yes, that's, gonna, that's right. That's so right. so you've got two reasons to go out there quarterly yep. and adjust and clean and, and keep them at their max production. Yeah, if you live where I live, down a dirt road, yeah, the dust. <laughs> and it's been literally dry here for two and a half, three months, you better do something or it's going to just be total, total chaos on your panels. And anything that, that stops light penetrating those panels, being as bird droppings. Yeah. I mean, can really make an effect on that thing. You know, shading is another thing that we've hit on in the past, and, and we cannot stress enough. There cannot be any shading of any part of the panel, or it will absolutely drag the whole system down. You know, I know we have a lot of customers that are Oh, mine's, mine's no shading at all, you know. We had one system that the guy just could not figure it out. At 3 o'clock every day, his system just quit producing, and he could not figure it out for the life of him. And it was the shadow of a power line running directly through all of his panels <laughs> that affected it. I mean, that's just how simple it was. You know, we we banged our head on a wall for two weeks over this deal, and finally we got the picture that showed the shadow running through the panels, and it just it just killed his whole system. Just the littlest thing sometimes. It you know, had to be a big power line. It was. It was a big, big three-phase power line that was running, but it was off in the distance, but as the sun was creeping down during the day, it threw that shadow, those big three, and it was three lines across them, and it was just enough to kill those panels. I mean, anything, a shadow is going to, of course, grow, you know, the farther it is away, so it looked like it was throwing a shadow almost a hand's width by the time it got there, and it was doing it on the bottom panel and the top panel, because there was three lines, and the third line was up above it. Unfortunately for him, he had to move his panels because he couldn't get him to make the power line, so... Not three phases. But it did work. I mean, he he did move them. Problem solved. It definitely is. uh, I I couldn't stress enough to you. If you have the ability to do it, make sure you can change your angles on your panels because you will will really, really. Or buy a tracker from us. That's right. Well, that's that's one of the abilities. It can really, really increase your panel productivity. There's a lot of times, you know, if you was going to have to buy 30 panels, you may be able to get away with 24 if you can change that angle. Well, yeah. I knew so. when we were talking about this episode that this was, yeah. I, I didn't realize it was that. Our I mean, time tracker is degrees. proven. is proven, And this is just changing it on the east-west motion. Our time tracker is proven to produce 44% more electricity on the same 12 given panels on a fixed position versus... A rotating now, east I can to west. Believe that. that that's I believe that totally. And so if we had it, and that number doubles again, if we could change it to the north south, so it doubles it again. So it would be almost two times the panel production because we base in southwest Missouri on a five-hour peak and production. What, and what's that retail on that right now? The retail on that, the one right now, the twelve-panel tracker, just for the tracking unit and the basin, everything that goes along with it, except the panels and the inverters, is uh, forty-eight ninety-nine. So five grand, and if you had to buy 12 more panels right now. 12 more panels, you're looking at another 30, 31 to 3,700, depending on the panel you bought, and the racking for them, yeah. and the extra wire, and the extra inverters. Yeah. It's so, a cost say, there's no doubt. So basically, yeah, what you're doing is you're doubling your footprint right. with that one right. system. And I can take this and put it out away from the house, and I don't have to have it penetrating my roof or building a building a frame. Or it's already done, you know. So then I'm getting the maximum effect out of it. It's probably our 
biggest conversation piece. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, people are going down the road. I mean, that's, it brings more people into the store, I think, than anything. You know? All right. Well, great. As always, give us a call. Talk to David and the sales team. Buy a couple of solar trackers from us. Is that the largest one? That's the largest we offer, but we also offer them in an eight-panel and a four-panel. Okay. You know, we have a lot of people that will buy a 12 panel, but they'll need maybe 16 to 20. Well, there's no sense in buying two, you know, because the price does go down. I mean, their four panel, I think, is only running 27.99. So, I mean, it's considerably less. Okay. It's not like the big bulk Sam's deal where you're getting it, you know, I might as well buy the two-gallon bottle of shampoo versus the uh, 10 out. Uh, it definitely, and then they definitely have the chance of paying themselves back off. That's the cool thing about them. All right, David. Good talking with you, and well, I hope you I hope you get to feeling better. Oh, I'm <coughs> I'm headed that way. <laughs> better living through uh, pharmaceuticals. That's so. right. That's right. All right, we'll t- let you get back to work. Take uh, Lucy over there. She's been useless as normal. She's doing her daily job and making Hold, sure the store's protected here. Holding down that piece of carpet. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all for tuning in today, and uh, look forward to having another podcast here shortly. And we'll keep bringing podcasts to you. You keep buying solar trackers from us. We'll be back hopefully again. We won't be as long. We've had several big projects that have been cutting into the podcast time, but uh, hopefully we'll be through with them shortly and be able to come back on a regular basis. Thank you for downloading and listening to the podcast today. If you have a question that you'd like to hear us discuss on the podcast, email us at radio at mwands.com. You can follow us on our website, mwands.com, or subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher. Check out our store at mwands.com and buy some stuff. Buying stuff allows us to continue to produce our educational broadcasts, like our podcasts and YouTube videos, and most importantly, it keeps Lucy's doggy chicken treats coming. Thanks again.